Welcome to the first official episode of Brand Like a Girl with your favorite girl, Nia Imani. Today, I am recording live from Condé Nast in NYC with the amazing and talented Asia Malaya Ware. So let's get started. If you haven't already, subscribe and tell your friends to come and tune in to Brand Like a Girl, the podcast. They will not be disappointed and neither will you. Thank you. Hey, everybody. So I'm Asia. I'm a Hampton alum, like soon to be Mia. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, so I'm an editorial assistant at Teen Vogue. I'm very new. This Today actually marks one month since I've been here. Uh, I was at InStyle before this, and that was my first job while I was an intern there, turned freelance. That was my first position outside of Hampton. While I was at Hampton, I worked with Essence, I worked with New York Fashion Week, and I always had my own brand, uh, the Asia Malaya brand, which is around fashion, fitness, beauty, lifestyle, all that good stuff. Awesome. So I want to just dive right in, and I want to know what initially sparked your interest for um, fashion as well as media. So I always, I grew up just loving fashion. I'm from New York City. So I was born and raised here. Uh, I always, my aunt, I always say like my aunt, I would go out with her and I remember like Christmas, around Christmas time, she would take me to the shows in the city and she would throw on like her longest furs. <laughs> I knew you were going there. With, like, <laughs> no, really. She would throw on her longest furs with like her like popping red lip mm-hmm. and I was just like, oh my gosh, like. I have to be like auntie. Like she's like my aunt. You know that one auntie, no kids. Mm-hmm. Always come around she got kids. the money. Mm-hmm. Take that it everywhere. Her. Yeah, she would take me everywhere. Like whenever we went somewhere, we would go shopping because my mom, she's like not into fashion like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, my aunt, she was just like she always had that eye, um, and that attracted me to fashion a lot. And then, like I said, just growing up in the city. And when I was in high school, like, when everybody would come to school with, like, sweatpants and Uggs, I would just be wearing, like, blazers and dresses. And she's like, Asia, like, why are you dressing like you're, like, one of the teachers? And I'm like, <laughs> because, like, you're supposed to dress, like, how you want to be. Like, why am I wearing sweatpants right. here? Like, I wear sweatpants at home. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, always loved it. And I knew I wanted to work in it, but I was actually fearful of going into the industry because of how competitive it is. Definitely. So uh, when I was in high school, my senior year of high school, I was in a journalism class, mm-hmm. knew I wanted to write too. And we went to People Style Watch, which is no longer around, but it used to be one of my favorite magazines. Went there and they took us to the fashion closet and we saw all like, the fashion interns doing all the returns and all that stuff. Like, the closet just had everything, like, the rack of bags, the rack mm. of clothing, which is, like, my everyday life now. It's so crazy. Um, and I remember all my classmates were like, Asia, I can see you doing this. So yeah, everybody saw it in you. Yeah, everybody. And I was like, hmm yeah, but I wanted to be a teacher, mm. like, which was, it was just something I enjoyed doing at the time, but that wasn't my purpose. Um, and I was like, mm, yeah, nice, but like that – that industry is really competitive, and I mean, I never really saw anybody that looked like me in the industry either, especially when we were there that day, we were in the newsroom, nobody was a person of color. When mm-hmm. we were in the fashion closet, nobody was a person of color, so I'm like, hmm, that's a little far-fetched. Right. Um, so I was like, you know, I'm going to stick to the teaching thing. Um, so my first semester at Hampton, my freshman year, I stuck to the teaching and so more, that was your major initially? or mm-hmm. Okay. I came in as an education major. Wow. And more, and I remember, I wrote a paper my freshman year, and I'm still cool with this professor to this day. I wrote a paper about, it was something that, like, a change or something that we're passionate about. 
in our community. And I wrote about like guns or something in mm -hmm. like Queens. And literally it had nothing to do with fashion. And she, it had to be like the second or third week of class. So of course I dress up and everything, but she literally read the first sentence and I was like, you're into fashion, aren't you? And I was like, how can you see that from like <laughs> me writing about guns? And she was like, you know, the way you write, like the language of the way you write. And I remember talking to my mom and I was like, you know, like maybe I should try to switch my major. Like maybe this education thing isn't for me. I don't want to get too deep into it and I'm not happy. Um, so I switched my major. I switched to communications. And I was just like, you know, it's a lot of competition, but I'm going to go for it. And especially like after my first semester in college, like I was building my confidence a little more. Um, so I switched it and beat all the competition out, Definitely. which is crazy. Wow. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. So... I know you've interned and you worked for, you know, brands like you mentioned earlier, like InStyle and Fashion, I'm sorry, and Essence, as well as Fashion Bomb Daily. So I kind of wanted to um, know, like, what valuable lessons did you learn from those internships and jobs and, like, how have they prepared you for Team Vogue? Uh, so what have I learned? I say, so Fashion Bomb Daily taught me how to work through challenges. Mm -hmm. Um, a lot of challenges while I was there, but they were good challenges. So they built my strength up. Um, I also learned how to work with a team because we had a lot of team players, a lot of different personalities. So it taught me how to work with that. Um, also just like how to stay consistent with building a brand because although we had like our main page, Fashion Mom Daily, I became the editor of Fashion Mom Kids mm -hmm. and Fashion Mom Men, mm -hmm. which I built those like my babies. You so did. now that I'm gone, I like miss it. Um, but it definitely taught me how to do that and I always say to myself like the way I built that like I need to build my own brand mm -hmm. um in style definitely definitely taught me how to be thorough like I was working with the editor-in-chief like you mess up and it's can I curse yeah you mess up and it's your ass <laughs> um so yeah in style definitely taught me how to be thorough so like when I got here if I didn't intern at in style uh I would have been lost when I got here mm -hmm. like lost lost started and it was ready for a fashion week and it was like get to it um I, I credit in style for like so much of the hustle I mean I've always been like a hustler but in style like really instilled the hustle in me it taught me how to prioritize a lot mm -hmm. um because you're you're you know handling somebody else's life uh and then essence which i did when i was in college being at essence really taught me how to build relationships and hold on to relationships um like there were three college ambassadors at the time and to this day that was gosh my junior year mm -hmm. at hampton and to this day like everybody who was at essence then I'm still in contact with and the other girls aren't wow um, I mean, they they're do, doing like great things but um, I'm still in contact with Essence still have those relationships when I wanted to work Essence Festival the year that I graduated literally like the director of Essence Fest who was like my mentor reached out to me and was like you're gonna be working with me like they're gonna hit you up I love it yeah so um different lessons from all the brands but it's all prepared me for being here now Awesome. So you did just mention like, you know, make sure that you're making sure that you maintain like healthy relationships. Can you touch a little bit on how you like what's your not necessarily like your process in doing so, but like how do you make sure that you main, maintain relationships authentically? Uh, I think so when you're an authentic person, everything flows like me. I'm not a person who tries too hard. I'm not a person who overdoes it. Like you just have to be authentic in yourself you know but it's little things like you know if 
following them on social media and keeping up with them, just always checking in. Like, don't, I think the most important thing, especially in this industry, is that people a lot of the times reach out only when they need something. Mm-hmm. And that's when you mess up. You know, if I was to only reach out to Essence, you know, when I wanted to work something or, you know, which that too looks good. Because it's like, oh, she wants to volunteer. Like, she always shows up. But it's like every holiday, I would DM them. Like, oh, happy holidays. Their kid's birthday. I'd be like, oh, like, happy birthday to them. You know what I'm saying? Um, And I didn't do that just because I wanted stuff. I did it because it's genuine. Like, I genuinely liked them and they liked me. Um, I would always follow up just, hey, you know, how you doing? Then when I was working, um, when I started working at InStyle, Essence was in the building. Mm. So I would always just go pop by and be like, how's your day going? Like, just talk to them. Um, and I just feel like, yeah, I, I think that's the most important thing, though, not reaching out only when you need something. Mm-hmm. Like, even uh, when I started here and I had to reach out to somebody from over there for a recommendation, it was like nothing because I've never asked her for anything, ever. Mm-hmm. But I've just always kept that relationship. Like, whenever they had an event... I'm like, if you need extra hands, I'm there. I never asked for money. I never asked for anything. Like, I'm like, you need hands, I'm there. Because I just wanted to be there and I wanted to genuinely help. And I think when people see that, like, they're going to value that relationship. Definitely, definitely. So, even though we just talked on, we touched on um, authenticity, how do you remain authentically you in an industry where everyone wants to break through? I mean, I'm like, I'm so Queens girl. Like, I don't know nothing else but being real. Like, it's easier to be yourself than it is to be someone else. You know what I'm saying? Um, I just, I don't, I don't let that stuff get to me because you're gonna be surrounded around a lot of fake people. You're gonna be surrounded around a lot of like, uh, I don't know about that. Um, just always like know yourself, know your values. And stay true to that, and you'll be good. Like I said, I don't, I don't know how to be anything else but real. So like when I see people with this facade, I'm like, how long, like how long can you hold that up? Because you're not being you. Like mm-hmm. imagine like being somebody else and going home every day and like having to like be you. Like that's just weird to me. Like it seems tiring. Right. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. Like you, I gotta put all this energy into my work and into my brand and be somebody else. Mm-hmm. Like get out of here. And your purpose is not to be anybody else. But you, you know what I'm saying? Like, the world has one of them. Give mm-hmm. give the world your gifts. That's real. That's real. So, what's the best piece of career advice, advice that you've received thus far? Mm, that's a good one. The best piece of career advice, uh, it came from Laura Brown, the editor-in-chief of InStyle when I was working with her. Um, and she always, always said, never be too good for anything. Mm. And I think... That's, that's real. Yeah, I think, honestly, that's the best career advice I got because, you know, I, when I was at InStyle, I got her lunch every single day, waited online every single day. Most of the time, I didn't even eat mm. because I, would, I waited online like 30 minutes for her lunch. By the time I finished doing that, I didn't want lunch for myself, but I didn't complain about it. You know, if I had to go to the store to do something, even now, like, if I have to do anything, like, I never look at anything as if it's, like, below me. Like, I feel like the second you think you're too good for something – like that 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 just rubs people wrong mm-hmm. um like I don't care how high you get in the industry like it's all about like being humble but that's definitely the best piece of career advice I got is never be too good for anything and it will go far it, it will honestly take you far definitely so what has been the most challenging like you know like hump or hurdle that you've experienced you know so far in this industry um honestly my my jump from 
intern, freelance type of thing to like actually being in my career. Uh, I left InStyle in October because I was just like, you know, there's no more room for me to grow. Like, little baby got to grow up. Mm -hmm. And um, I had nothing set up. I had nothing set up. So you had to really leap. Yeah. I really took a leap of faith. And I was like, that was like a really low point. It was three, exactly three months. I got offered the job like on the exact 90th day wow. that I was unemployed. Um, and I did like the freelancing thing. Like I would write an article here and there. And I told myself, like, oh, this is great. Like I'm going to have time to go to the gym more. Like I'm going to have time for my brand. And it was the total opposite. Mm-hmm. I actually spent majority of that time sulking. Like I was really sad mm-hmm. um i question my purpose like i question the industry because it's really hard for one like if you don't know anyone or just like interviewing or getting all these no's and i'm like i have the resume i have the work ethic like what is it mm-hmm. um and i think you know social media always shows like these highlights and stuff but it's like i was like really really down like when the holidays came around mm-hmm. I was, like, so depressed. I didn't even want to, like, go see my family because I didn't want people asking about, you know, well, like, what are you doing now that you left InStyle or what, like, that just bothered me. Like, even my birthday, I was so over my birthday. I didn't want to do anything. Um, And that has, that three months was, like, really, really rough. And that was the most challenging three months. But um, it also showed me, like, if you're patient, mm-hmm. but you work while you're patient, like, everything um will turn around but i was really starting to feel like that like hard work doesn't pay off mm-hmm. yeah definitely that's a it's a humbling experience because i know I've, I've experienced like a low point and it's like when you get out of that you kind of like realize like dang like yeah you have to be sad but then you also have to you know like get back exactly exactly it was like eight like every day i was waking up i'm like all right you could be sad but you gotta boss up mm-hmm. like and i'm like it's literally like every day when you're waking up to a new no you stop losing the passion for even wanting to do stuff. Like, it was days I literally just stayed in bed all day. Like, going to events, I really had to, like, push myself. Like, it was really, like, it was bad. Mm-hmm. So, what would you tell someone who is interested in doing what you're doing? Or just even, like, being in this industry in general? You got to be willing to work for it. You have to work hard. Like I said, you can't think you're too good for anything. Um, like, I know now, see, now is a different time, but, like, when I was in school, um, I said that like I'm so old, but, (laughs) but, like, in, you know, like, the 2014, 2015 era, I worked for free. Mm -hmm. Um, I know nowadays, like, people really look down on that. I don't know. They don't need to. Yeah, I I think, I I don't know, like, I know people are really like, oh, like, I want my money, but when I tell you I worked for free, Mm -hmm. like, even, like, when I told you when I wanted to, like, volunteer with Essence, I would just hit them up and be like, hey, can I help, um, you have to be willing to work, um, understand that everything is not going to have a paycheck to it, and don't always look to people on social media. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, like, I feel like people just think that things are supposed to just happen, like, zero to 100 for them, mm-hmm. and it's not. Like, you have to understand it's a slow process, and don't give up because it's not happening overnight. Like, I could have gave up before I even had InStyle, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, it's so many times that I could have gave up, but because I didn't and I persevered, like, even at InStyle, like, I was barely getting anything as an intern. I mean, I was making enough money to survive. I mean, I live at home and everything, but everybody doesn't know that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I still live at home. I'm with my mom. Like, I don't pay any rent. So everybody's going to take all these trips and stuff. Probably thought, like, oh, Asia's living good. Like, no. So you really have to be willing to, like, put in that work. Um, 
and just be patient. Understand that it's not all going to, you know, happen overnight. Like, you're not going to just be at these grand shoots or these grand events. Like, even my first time traveling for work was a few weeks ago when mm-hmm. I went to L.A. Uh, with Team Vogue. And that was my first time traveling for work ever. But if I would have thought, you know, when I was at InStyle that I was entitled to that, like, having a sense of entitlement, like, lose that. Yeah. If you want to make it far in the industry, lose that. Like, I never was entitled to anything and still I'm, I'm not like I'm I don't feel like I'm ever entitled to anything I see it all as like wow like that's a blessing I get to do this um but if you have a sense of entitlement you won't make it far that's very true touch on that one <laughs> Alrighty, so honestly can you tell us a little bit about your journey we did touch on it but like tell us about your journey to team Vogue and like how you felt taking that leap of faith and just like you know what are you looking forward to being here so I started my journey like way, 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 way back to freshman year when I first changed my major. So when I decided I was going to change my major, my mom was like, okay, well, you've been doing like all this interning and these jobs in education. So like, what are you going to do to put yourself out there, you know, for fashion or for media? So that summer, well, I think that semester actually, um, his college fashionista, I think it's still around. Mm-hmm. And um, it's basically, you know, you take pictures of people on campus. You write articles on it, and um, at that time it was weekly. I think now, when I had left it, it was monthly. It changed, but uh, it grew my writing. You know, I got to take pictures of fashion. I got to learn more about the runways because it was like the pictures we took had to like relate back to runways. Cute. Yeah, started doing that. Um, and then that summer, I was like, even if I could just get like a retail job, like mm-hmm. it's something in fashion, like you know, literally like the tiniest steps ever. So I was working at New York and Company um and just like did that and i just always had a good work ethic there like i was just i was lit like i was lit (laughs) on that team (laughs) um so every time i went home for the holidays you know worked there um and then like when the holidays came around i always applied for all these like grant internships Mm -hmm. and um like all the the t howard the emma bowen you know those um but i didn't have like these huge resumes with media companies from like freshman year and stuff because I, I had just started, um, so I always got told no. I remember one time I had made it, like, I think, like, a second or third round one, and I always got told no, but it was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so sophomore year, that was my first uh, summer that I had an internship in fashion. So I interned for Adium, which is uh, it's a clothing brand. They're, they're doing really good now, actually. Um, and I was in I was in the showroom. So I was there for, I think, two or three days a week, not getting paid. But I also got a job. So my New York company manager had moved to Banana Republic, and they were paying more. You know, Banana Republic's a little higher end than New York company. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, I'm going to work for free at ADM for these couple of days, and then I'm going to go, um, you know, work at Banana Republic at night or the other days. Like, it was literally no days off. Mm-hmm. Like, weekends I was at Banana Republic. You really doing I it. Yeah, the days I wasn't at ADM, like, I was there. And then I was also doing college fashionista. Like, I was just like, you know, I gotta make money, but I'm not gonna use it as an excuse that like, oh, like this internship isn't paying. Like, no problem. Like, that's why I'm like, people are like, oh, they, I can't take unpaid internship. Like, you have hustle, to. yeah, hustle. Take that and work at night. Like, you have to hustle. Um, so did all of that, and I was actually really upset because I also wanted to intern at Essence that summer. Um, and I was like, why did I never hear back from them? Crazy thing. Um, I thought that I submitted my application, oh, no. and I never did. And I was like truly devastated. Um, but then they came around with the college ambassador program. They launched the college ambassador program like that August. And I was like, you know, maybe it was a reason like mm-hmm. I didn't do that internship. Um, so I applied to that. 
And um, see, I'm a person who I like to like go and get it and know that I got it on my own. Like I, I have my god sister worked there, but I was like, I don't even want to tell her I'm applying. I don't even want to tell her anything. Like I, I want to like I want my talents to get me in the door. Like if I get this, um, so we had like a whole bunch of different rounds. We had to make a video. We had to do all this stuff and like everything that could have went wrong went wrong. Like we had to send. I remember what we had to send. Um. Some, I don't know if it was contract, whatever we had to send. And, like, Hampton Mail Room was messing around and didn't send it out Sounds on time. Like Hampton. Right? <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God. Like, I'm not going to get this. It's going to take me out of the front end. All this stuff. But, anyways, ended up getting it after rounds and rounds. Uh, I made it to the final three. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I got to do events on campus when they came for the Essence College Tour, which they don't do anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I got to work with that. Um we got to do, they had the beauty box then. We got to learn more about, like, marketing and stuff. And that's really when I started building my personal brand, too, mm-hmm. because I had to have a presence for Essence. Definitely. And they wanted somebody with a presence on campus. Um, so I was like, all right, Asia, like, break out of this little shell. Because I was, like, really in a shell freshman year. Um, so that, by then, that was junior year. Mm-hmm. So I did that all of junior year. And I started writing articles on the site about, like, second semester. And then, like, People was like, oh, like, who's this girl? You know? Because when I came in, you was popping. I knew who you were before I came in here, but I said, oh, she's popping. Oh, my gosh. That's so funny. Yeah. Um, So that was junior year. That was second semester. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's so crazy. I I was, what, 19, I think? And when I first changed my major, Mm -hmm. I was like, I'm going to work for Essence. And then I'm thinking, like, you know, post-grad and stuff. So when it happened junior year, I'm like, oh, shoot. Like, I work for Essence. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I was like, I'm going to have an article published. Like, and I'm like, yo, I'm 19 and this happened. Like, I'm like, okay, like, what's next? Like, I I had no idea what was next. Um, So that summer, oh, what did I do that summer? Wow, I don't remember. I interned. I interned at Hot 97. Mm-hmm. So Hot 97 is a radio station here in New York um, with, I don't even know. I, I didn't want to do radio. Mm-hmm. Let's start there. It's Power <laughs> 105, Breakfast Club, and Olympus, their competitor. Gotcha. Um, I didn't want to do radio. I got offered the internship, and I was like, mm-mm, no, I want to be in fashion. Like, And my mom was like, just do it. Like, you know, you can't just, you know, stick to one thing. Like, try it out, whatever, whatever. And I loved it. I was on the marketing team. Um, they loved me. That was... 2016, whatever, they still have, I have, um, that's when I blogged my, I launched my blog, mm-hmm. and I had a logo, they still have my logo sitting on my old desk there, because oh. they said until they get a better intern than me, they won't replace it. That's so Crazy. cute. Yeah. So, I was at Hot 97, um, got to see, like, all the celebs, I got to go to the uh, concerts and stuff, because I was working with, like, free tickets, um, but it was cool, but I remember Fashion Mom Daily was hiring interns that summer. I applied, never heard back. I was like, it's cool, it's not my time. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, did that that whole summer. And then it was senior year. So, I'm like, all right, like, what's next? It's grind time. Mm-hmm. Um, and Essence didn't relaunch the college ambassador program for that year. And I was the only, everybody else had graduated, the other two girls. So, I would have been the only, like, the alum. Mm-hmm. Um, so, senior year, I was like, you know, Asian, like, you've been grinding, like, maybe just enjoy the actual year. But when you graduate, like, you got to hustle. Um, so, I did that. I enjoyed the year, but I launched my blog, so I would write articles, like, probably once a month or whatever, just to kind of keep myself relevant, you know, post on Instagram, like, that. this is really when, like, that building your brand, it's kind of like I was building a brand before I even knew it, mm-hmm. um, but it, it, it blossomed into, like, what it is today, um, so when I graduated, it was like, okay, like, I had that scary feeling of, like, 
what's next. Because, again, like I said, like, my dream was, like, essence. And it was, like, I did that. Like, I got to level up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, the, like, I think the second week after I graduated, I had went to one of Claire's events from Fashion Mom Daily. And um, told her again because I had met her. Oh, fast forward. Mm-hmm. Senior year, I left school. I remember. For two weeks. I left school for two weeks, my last semester, to work um, fashion week mm-hmm. as a venue assistant. And people was like, you're crazy. You're crazy. Like, you're leaving school for fashion week? I absolutely am. Mm-hmm. I absolutely am. This like, is what I do. Right, right. Um, and one of my best friends, Marche, she she was with me till we both wasn't in school. Like, what, what you think they're going to fail me for following my dreams? No. They can't. This is my passion. Exactly. <laughs> but we were, like, literally moving benches between shows, like, Really working. The, yeah, putting out the front row gifts, like, 12-hour shifts. Like, it was crazy. It, it was so crazy. But we got to see everything, like, the behind the scenes, the hair and makeup on the models. Um, so that was one thing I did do during senior year. Um, then back to living my best life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but I was just, like, coming home, like, a lot of weekends and stuff. Because I was like, no, like, I got I to gotta interview. I got to, you know. Um, so, like I said, I had met Claire. And I met Claire that fashion week. Um, and told her, you know, like, I'm graduating, whatever, whatever. She's like, oh, we're always hiring. So second week after we graduated, um, me, Talani, and Marche, we went to one of her events. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, yeah, shoot me your resume. So I sent it to her. She never responded. I went on vacation, followed up again with her, and um, she's like, oh, we'd love to have you intern. So I started interning in May, May of 2017, literally, like, a few weeks after I graduated, maybe early June. Um... And then, so now I told you I wanted to work Essence Fest. So Essence Fest was the weekend of July 4th. Mm-hmm. So I, I always tell um, my mentor, who's the di- director of, the, of Essence Festival there, like, I wanted to work it. And he'll always be like, all right, like, I'm going to let you know, I'm going to let you know. And I was like, I know she got so much on her plate, like, she's probably not going to remember. Um, so in between that whole, the Essence Fest, and I started working at Fashion Mom Daily, so I was doing that every day. And um, one of my big sisters from Hampton, actually, um, she interned at InStyle the year before me. And she was like, you know, they're always hiring um, interns. I was talking to her, like, I don't know what I'm going to do next, whatever, whatever. She's like, send me your resume, and I'll send it to her. Mm-hmm. Um, send it to the lady who's over internships over there. So she sent it, and um, I had an interview with them. So I'm like, oh, this is cool. Like, I could be able to do this and, like, fashion mom daily, whatever. So I, I want to say I interviewed with InStyle, like, maybe mid-June. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the week after, a week and a half before Essence Fest, my mentor hits me up, and she's like, you're going to come to Essence Fest. Um, you're going to be working with me. And I'm like, no, they wasn't paying for me to go out there. So I'm like, oh, my God, like, what am I going to do? Literally used all of my graduation money. Because it was it. last minute. Mm-hmm. So hotels, flights were expensive. All of my graduation money to go out there. I found one girl on um, social that's when Snapchat was lit. Mm-hmm. I um, found a girl on that followed me on Snapchat. Um, Devon, we're cool now. She uh, she was looking for a roommate out there, and she wanted to go but couldn't afford a room. I'm like, let's go together. We could split the price. That's the best type of that, friendship. Right. <laughs> and then I knew somebody from Hot 97 who she was trying to work it, and she uh, ended up finding out she was working the last minute, too. She's like, we could all stay together. Literally split the room three ways. So I'm like, okay. So now I got a little money to spend here. I made money when I was there, but it was like nothing compared to what I had to pay to go out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and literally, so I got off my flight, got to my room in NOLA, opened my email, found out I had got the internship with InStyle. Wow. So I was like, oh my gosh, like this is perfect. And she was like, you don't start till August. So I'm like, oh, I can have fun in NOLA mm-hmm. and then like enjoy my whole month of July. Like this is perfect. Um, so that, that was that. NOLA was amazing. 
Um, I was doing everything from like just hands-on with them at all the events. So I was with the event essence team. So we were at a lot of like off-site things. So like Al Sharpton when he does like the opening for Essence Festival, um, like Stars Power had like a brunch or something like that. Like I was at like the elite events. I was, they put me at like the um the backstage door from one of their parties. So like all these celebs just coming through and I was just like, Oh my god, like this is so crazy. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so then I started in style in August, but still working with Fashion Mom Daily, was still interning, I was interning with Fashion Mom Daily, um, for free, again, like, I, I worked for free for them for a while before I actually got hired and got paid, um, so yeah, and I started at in style, and it was three of us that started at the same time, and we were under the impression we were just going to be edit interns, just like, you know, transcribing, doing the, um, research and all that stuff, and my first day, they were like, so you're going to be with the editor-in-chief. And I was like, wait, what? Okay, <laughs> like, like, out of all of us starting, sure. You know, like, I'm not complaining. Um, and I was supposed to be there until December. Mm-hmm. But Laura loved me. And she was like, no, like, you have to go. Like, stay. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so I stayed. And I was going to leave again in, like, May. And she's like, no, like, I don't want you to leave. Um, I, I was building a really good relationship with her and everything. So... I ended up staying there for over a year. I stayed there, like I said, by the time it was, like, October, I was like, okay, like, got to go. Like, I have, I have to grow. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when I just took the leap of faith. I absolutely had no idea what I was going to do. Like, no idea. Um, I freelanced, kind of, sort of. I was just, like, going to events. Um, InStyle had actually called me. I worked with them for the Golden Globes, mm-hmm. um, doing social media. I had wrote, like, article for a paper. Um, I was just applying to, like, everything I saw. I was, like, I had an interview with Tory Burch. I didn't really want the job, but I was just, like, I need money. Like, mm-hmm. I need to do something. Um, and that was the real, like, rough period of time. And then um, Team Vogue, through, like, sending somebody a resume at Conde and going through for another job that actually turned into being what I'm doing now, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's turned around. Literally, my birth my birthday was January twelfth, and I was like, okay, like, I'm I'm annoyed. Like, shout I was like, Capricorns. shout out to us. <laughs> we are working right. Um, my birthday was on a Saturday, and I was like, yo, like Monday come, like I'm getting to. I'm like, I'm supposed to be on vacation for my birthday. Like, this is why I need a job. Like, I was like, I got a boss up, mm-hmm. and that Monday came, and I got um an email to come interview, and yeah, weeks from there I started. Boom. Just Boom. like that. So now we're here. I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of you. So Thank you. I'm proud of you. Thank you. <laughs> I'm so happy to be here. So I want to, you know, end this off with you telling us where we can find you and then sharing one of your, you know, current fashion trends that you're in love with at the moment. Okay. So you can find me on Instagram, of course, Miss Asia Malaya, M-I-S-S. Asia, A-S-I-A, Malaya, which everybody pronounces it Malia, but it's Malaya, <laughs> M-I-L-I-A, um, my website, AsianMalaya.com, uh, and then Twitter, of course, same thing, Miss Asia Malaya, fashion trends, I'm obsessed with, that's a good one, that's a good one, I'm not, I'm not big on trends, uh, a personal, I guess, quote unquote, trends, I really like, I love belts, I don't really think Belts are trends. You do the belt thing, though. Yeah, you I do. love belts. This one's because I'm curvy, so I always like to cinch the waist. It looks good. Thank you. Thank you. Right. <laughs> um, I don't know if that's really a trend, though. Let me, wait, wait, wait. Let me think. Let me think. Let me think. I'm trying to think, like, runway shows I've been looking at. 
I don't really like the neon trend. Not that I don't like it. I'm not into the neon trend. It's not realistic. No, it's not. Um, I guess I'll stick with the belts. That's not really a trend, but yeah. Asia kills the furs too. Yeah, I love furs, but furs, that's not a trend either. I, I guess I like the animal print thing. I have these like really um bomb snakeskin thigh highs. Mm. They fire. So <laughs> I, I do like animal print. I do like animal print. Awesome. Well, Asia, thank you so much for, you know, sitting down and talking to us because, you know, a lot of times people think when they see, you know, people being successful, like you said, they think they only see the highlight reel, but they don't really see what actually, you know, goes into putting in the work. So I really appreciate you for like being honest with us and honestly just being authentically you. I want you to know that you inspire me and I'm just so, so, so proud to see you doing everything that you're doing. And I never want you to stop. (laughs) You keep going. I'm so proud of you. you. Thank you. So thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Be sure to, like I said, follow Asia and stay tuned for the next episode of Run Like a Girl, the podcast.